0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Monster, Dear Monster. Today, I am your host, Leonard, and I am joined by my co-host, Cameron.
1: Hi, everybody. Cameron,
2: what are we talking about today? And how are you doing? Not in that (laughs) order. (laughs) Not in that order. I'm doing okay. Okay. Uh, We've had a wonderful, like, relatively cool summer for the last month, and today it's on track to hit nearly 45 degrees at my house, which for the American listeners listeners is about 115 Fahrenheit. Uh, So I have sealed myself in my abode. I've corked all the doors and windows closed with bonding agents and uh, flung all the curtains, or drawn all the curtains. Uh, So I'm doing just fine. If I see the sun, I might burst into flames. Uh, (laughs) So are you telling me
0: that you're just, uh, out of necessity, recreating the famous H.P. Lovecraft story, Cold Air, in Mm. order to survive? If this air conditioner breaks down, I might not make it to the sundown.
2: (laughs) Which is concerning, because it's older than me, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's hot. It's very hot, uh, but otherwise I'm doing great, having a good time. Um, as as an aside, not related to today's subject, I beat Baldur's Gate three last night. Nice. That's a big ass game.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I've I've heard. I'm a yeah. fan of big ass games, and I've been afraid to <laughs> to download be, it and start playing it.
2: Be afraid. My 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 save file says 115 hours. That's a lot. But. But the PlayStation says 152, because that also counts every time I had to reload and or leave to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a, hey, that's a real good game. Who who would have guessed? Who would have done? Um, but today, we are talking about a film. No video game talk today, apart from that. Uh, we're talking about the 2023, 20, right? Yes. Yeah, just last year. Oh, I hate saying that. Uh, the 2023 American horror film "Suitable Flesh," which is a great title.
1: Yes. Yes,
0: yeah, suitable flesh. Hey, okay. Uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the curtain back. I'm just gonna let the audience know. Uh, surprise! It's more Lovecraft because I'm mm. hosting this week. Surprise! Leonard's talking about <laughs> Lovecraft again. It's not like Leonard. Doesn't talk about Lovecraft literally every moment he gets to talk about Lovecraft, <laughs> but uh, this is fun Lovecraft because it's mm. horny Lovecraft, which oh is like gosh. the literal uh, antithesis <laughs> of Lovecraft. Mm. Uh, so deeply unhorny man, th- the most <laughs> the most unhorny human being ever created. <laughs> Quite possibly <laughs> <laughs> afraid um, of
2: everything to the point he couldn't even think about sex.
0: <laughs> yep listen uh you know what i i hate to be crass on this show i'm i'm Mm. a i'm a i'm a big swearer i'm a big Mm -hmm. dirty uh dirty minded dirty mouth person uh, in real life but like lovecraft was a man that was actively cucking himself at literally every opportunity (laughs)
1: like
0: his very existence he was cucking himself yeah. Which is why literally nothing that he has written has ever been remotely horny.
2: Mm. No, he was too afraid of uh the wrong kind of genes entering the family bloodline. Exactly. Uh,
0: but hey, guess what? This movie this movie is is very horny. It oh is my a God, uh it's so horny. <laughs> it is a it is a weird throwbacks, kind of brilliant throwbacks to uh Skinamax uh, movies, mm. hey, if you're like 41 like I am, um, <laughs> you will know what that term means. And if you don't know what that term means, uh, Urban Dictionary exists. Um, but uh, it it stars Heather Graham, which, yay, good mm. to see Heather Graham <laughs> uh, in something again after yep. how long? Been a while. Uh, It's been a while. Uh, Judah Lewis, I believe, is the pronunciation of his name. Uh, Senator Mm. Kelly himself, Bruce (laughs) Davison. Um, (laughs) uh, Jonathan uh, Sassish. Uh, Skesh. 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 As um, the hottest dad ever committed to film.
2: A handsome guy. (laughs) <laughs> yes,
0: and uh, and a legendary scream queen, Barbara Crampton, mm. star of Reanimator from Beyond. Um, we are still here. Remember Ooh. that episode from like three years ago? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, some good stuff.
0: Real, uh, real
2: scream screen queen.
0: <laughs> yeah status like legendary yeah. mm-hmm. um and uh a a bit of production about this film uh this film was originally supposed to be directed by the late Stuart Gordon, who unfortunately passed away um uh, before her principal mm. photography could start uh however, Barbara Crampton being the uh big g that she is um uh partially produced this movie and personally selected the director Joe Lynch <laughs> mm. to to make the most Stuart Gordon ass movie <laughs> not made by Stuart Gordon. Absolutely <laughs> um and so with uh with that little bit of uh uh production info about uh this film uh, out of the way um, Cameron, where do we start Ooh. with this horny, pervert movie?
2: <laughs> uh, um, we start as as all good horny horror masks in a morgue, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, again, hey, I gotta could, I could speak here, this is my area of speciality. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, of course Of course he Um, does. It's a miracle he's not dead. Don't eat a pastrami sandwich in the morgue. Don't eat a pastrami sandwich in the morgue and put it down (laughs) on the same tray as all your instruments. (laughs) Dear God. Hey, Hey, Cameron, (laughs)
0: you want to know a really fun fact? Yeah. Um, this, this, uh, mortician archetype Mm. was very prevalent in American media in the mid to late (laughs) 90s. Oh uh, no it I, okay I, it. <laughs> I know, okay, cool. I'm glad that you know that this this character is literally the most like hacky character that you yeah, can put yeah. In a
2: movie like, like it it's it's a it's a stereotype for a reason it was very popular, but also there's part of me that goes, I didn't spend two and a half years not eating things half an hour before or after class, but people come out here and disparage the industry. <laughs> Eating their sandwiches in a lab setting, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're they
0: they're they're being that concept, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> An insult to the craft. I'm like we've got we've got hypnos we've got fanatose we've yeah. got Chiron, and then there's a slubby mortician <laughs> eating a pastrami sandwich uh, on the river sticks. I don't know. I'm
1: just here, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah, uh, an unseen figure brutally murdered. They um one of the one of the doctors, actually a psychiatric doctor, not a uh, doctor of physical medicine, wants to have a look at the body and goes, wow, she really messed him up. He was beautiful. (laughs) Um (laughs) Yeah, yes. And that's our first clue. Which is, um, that... which is a lie. Which is a lie. See, that it... swung me for a loop because I thought she was talking about a different man in the film. After <laughs> like the next twenty minutes, I was like, "Wow, yeah, that guy really is pretty beautiful." To <laughs> say that he's going to be brutally murdered by the end of this film.
0: <laughs> oh no! You got you got tricked. Because... I got tricked
2: again. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah.
2: Uh, and, uh, this is Dr. Daniela Upton, uh, yes. paying a quick visit to the morgue. Uh, and then she goes to visit her friend, Dr. Elizabeth Darby, who is in a padded cell for said murder. <laughs> um, we have, we have two of the most, like, aggressive psych, psych ward
0: attendants <laughs> ever. I mean, yes, yes, they are so very too eager to pull out the truncheon. They are very 80s, um, uh, 90s <laughs> psych attendants, yes. Oh, yeah. They are, they are being the characters that they are being paid to yep. be. Yep,
2: exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, Daniela gets the story out of Elizabeth, which is the majority of the film is yes. Elizabeth recounting what has happened to her. You know, he's already done it twice. If it happens a third time, a third time, you have to destroy the brain. Yes. Uh, are they cremating him? Why isn't done yet? No, they can't do an autopsy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. The kind of insane ramblings
0: of a Cthulian mad person. Uh. <laughs> hey. Hey. Guess what? So the first time I watched this movie, I was invited by uh, a good friend of mine to watch this at his apartment uh, while hanging out. Uh, when she got to the you got to destroy the brain, it burned the body. I was like, "Oh, this is the thing on the doorstep." Mm. So, so I kind of watched the the rest of the movie, knowing exactly where it was gonna go. But I'm like, yeah. "All right, what do you <laughs> do with this though? Like to make this interesting? Because there's mm. no there's no intrigue, there's no mystery." for this for oh, me no. for this movie um no so what they decided which was hey all of the Lovecraft nerds who figure out what this is this movie's gonna be real horny for the rest yeah
2: yeah pretty much uh and like they, they are directly adapting the thing on the doorstep more or less because in the thing on the doorstep the two main characters are Daniel Upton and Edward Derby. yes, yes. So, yeah <laughs> they're not they're oh, not it's subtle <laughs> yeah, it, it's ge- gender flipped and super horny. Well, remember, Leonard, the future is female.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, ah, oh, I don't, I don't even have a personality or an identity anymore. But I've always swapped into men's bodies. But man,
2: feels that being a woman is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> is this is the thing inhabiting the bodies of people in this movie? Good trans representation.
3: Did uh, I it, mean, it
2: sufficiently
0: used girl power when it body swapped and murdered four people. You know what? But here's here's the fun. Here's the, here's the fun thing. I I it doesn't even I like not to. Um, it it, it is <laughs> transcended or discarded its humanity so long mm. ago that is kind of a force of nature that is oh, yeah. completely sexless. But. But always mm. kind of projects itself as male until it yeah, becomes yeah. a woman,
2: and he goes, "Oh man, I should have really, should have really been switching things up more often." Goes yeah. the force of nature.
0: Yes, it, it, it like it, it's 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 like a Lovecraft entity realized how kind of amazing it is to be a vampire when it comes to sex.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, but um, yeah, uh, we we start to recount the story of Elizabeth Derby's life, uh, yes. before the terrible murder that took place. Uh, so Elizabeth and Daniela are both like psychiatric doctors. Yes. Um, doing doing the, doing the typical sort of therapy, uh, a little bit of hypnotherapy thrown in there sometimes. Um, but Elizabeth Derby is living this really idyllic life. She's got a great practice. She has the world's sexiest husband. Jesus
0: fucking Christ. This I'm man like...
2: is oozing appeal from every
0: pore. Yeah, yeah I'm just like. I, I'm just. <laughs> 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 it was. This was the. This was. Until I rationalized that the the, the reason that this doesn't work is because it's funny um mm. is that she is completely uninterested in sex with the hottest man that I've literally seen in my entire life yeah yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> but desperately wants to have saw- sex with like a half baked piece of sourdough so <laughs> Until I realize, until I realize that that is in fact very funny and and kind of Lovecraftian because it's just like once again this this evil entity from antiquity, like just like kind of like wiggling its fingers and being like, Mm. "I'm so hot." I'm like, "No, you're not. Absolutely (laughs) not. You are the least attractive entity in this film."
2: It's gone from fear of the unknown to the allure of the unknown. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Oh man, they
2: better off not knowing that one. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, oh, but yeah. Man. Her, her but sex... husband
2: is gorgeous and also just like charismatic. Yeah, like, yes, really good at the. The scene with the fish was really sweet. Yes.
0: Yeah, yes, <laughs> and he also doesn't have a job, so she's supporting mm. him. Yeah, uh, but she's... but it, he clearly is trying to like not be a burden on her.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah, taking care of that beautiful home. He's doing multiple job interviews. He, He's cooking he, her he dinner. He seems pretty good. Yeah, he seems pretty good. good yes. Um, but uh, after, one day after one of her, she's finished up with one of her patients, this troubled young man just sort of bursts into her practice. He's like, you Dr. Derby? I, was like, I need help, I need help. Yes. He wants my body. Yes. <laughs> and just like, I, again, the, the Lovecraft and joyous, we know exactly what's going on here, but this sort of is is written properly to read as like a person who's in either an abusive relationship or a victim of past abuse. Yes. Worried about their abuser coming after them again. And it's like, you know, she takes a genuine concern and interest in this young man, uh, Asa
0: Waite. Yes. And he oh, comes Asa. to her uh yes, Asa wait. uh and he comes to her specifically because she's written a uh very popular book on uh dissociative identity disorder.
2: Mm. <clears>
1: yeah, um, schizophrenia that he and out of
0: body experiences. Yes.
2: Um, yeah. and, um we we see the the classic mistake, which is she believes he is speaking allegorically or metaphorically and is yep. not truly experience the things because, well, you know, lots of psych student self-analyze. Yeah, <laughs> they, see, they see symptoms of all the terrible things they're learning about. It's like, no, I'm not a student. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just a guy who happened to pick up the book because the cover said exactly what was happening to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, And, you know, he's like talking about how his, his father wants his body Yes, and how yes. he's having these out-of-body episodes. And right in the middle of that, he goes through a full-on seizure uh, right <laughs> after his dad calls him on the phone.
1: Uh, <laughs> so,
0: like, I I get it from a filmmaking standpoint that, like, you, there needs to be some, like, visual or auditory indicator of the the. Transference process happening mm. because in the original story, it just happened. He'd, yeah. be f- he, he'd be fine one minute and then he'd be a possessed person <laughs> like the next minute. And there yeah. there were no magic words, it just mm. happened. But you have to kind of communicate that and establish some rules of like how this yeah. works. Yeah, it's and like, the like the when the
2: natural uh, Cthulhu thing
0: where they got to chant, Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: Shagov, Rayleaf. <laughs> Cthulhu, all mm. the all the all the classics, all the classics from the Lovecraft album are shouted <laughs> during this uh, this incantation to transfer your soul into another body.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so so the fact that he's like, I'm gonna pick up and tell him that he can't do this anymore. I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing that I've ever heard. Never use your phone <laughs> ever again. But, but, yeah. But here's the problem, which is, um, that doesn't matter, ultimately.
2: No, (laughs) At the the end (laughs) of the movie. Turns out that's not necessarily the most important part, is the victim hearing it.
0: Yep. It's just that you've (laughs) got to say it. And I'm like, wait a minute, then you should have just made it happen. No, no no, the
2: (laughs) the force of nature is being psychologically abusive as well as straight up possessive. (laughs) Right. It wants him to know that it's coming. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, apparently. <laughs> oh man, I've existed for millennia but I still got to scare my victims. Get my kicks. Yeah, yeah that, these scenes. Either that like I only ha- I only have two things that I enjoy, torturing my victims and rolling my own cigarettes. Oh man, he loves rolling those cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh. So yeah, he goes through uh, a transformation. He goes through a seizure. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, 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 just uh watches watches a person become possessed and just says, "Oh man, that was a terrible seizure." And I'm like,
2: mm. <laughs> uh,
0: "Okay, sure, yeah. whatever." Yeah. Like, um, this could
2: be a great case study for dissociative identity disorder.
0: Yep, I'm like <laughs> I. She might as well have said, "I've also seen split." Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she gives uh, Asa Asa. I'm doing big uh, hmm. physical quotation marks. Uh, her business card that body. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, her business card, uh, and he gives her her hand uh his ha- address um has mm. um asked after she he very inappropriately t- touches her um mm. and yeah. she's like oh man that's so hot that's so hot <laughs> this this fetus this fetus is so much hotter <laughs> than my unbelievably hot husband
2: oh man yeah yeah he's he's really young <laughs> like He's meant to be like seventeen or something. He looks it.
0: Yes, <laughs> he, he he does look like he, he he has actually just entered college and may actually be self-diagnosing. Obviously,
2: mm. yeah, fits the role very well in that. But yeah, the yeah. The, the least realistic part of this film is <laughs> why would you ever be interested? Yes, <laughs> uh, it's supernatural attraction. Something something. Story happens. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, she she begins. Imagining Asa in Eddie's place. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the,
0: the, the, man, I, I literally just like I was just like, okay, I can just turn my brain off for this part mm. of the movie because nothing makes sense here.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, <laughs> she eventually goes to check in at Asa at his house on uh, yes. Thirty Three High Street. Uh and finds his father, uh Ephraim Waite. Yes. Uh white haired, the moustached senator man. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> senator from the original X Men.
2: Yeah, he he got over the uh turning into <laughs> turning into a gelatinous cube yeah, yeah. illness and now he's become something far worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, 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 uh an eldritch sex past. <laughs> is is yeah. what he's become. Yeah.
2: Uh but he is he is barely clinging on to life. Like she meets him and he
0: actively has a heart attack. <laughs> yes. Uh I really <laughs> love that they literally were like, Yeah, no, these are my nitroglycerin pills. And I'm like, mm. Wow, that is a very old reference that only people <laughs> my age will get. get. Uh,
2: yeah, and he's he's got a great got a great pattern of speech which i I think this is one of the big strengths of the movies is the actors are really good at conveying which entity is in the body yes um but his his turn of phrase you know i've been stricken (laughs) it's so old-fashioned like beyond old-fashioned honestly it's an ancient way to speak uh which is very telling obviously um but you know he's like i've had cancer i've had (laughs) heart attacks so. Had all kinds of te- had strokes, all kinds of terrible things going on, but I beat them all. Yes. Here I am. And he rolls up
0: the biggest cigarette you've seen in your life. <laughs> and here's more- my here's my favorite thing. Um, because they really focus this on the body swap, uh, um, sequences, which mm. is um, uh, the uh, I believe it's the right, uh middle and index finger curl in. Hmm. Uh, because he has a very specific hand shape, Um, because he has had a stroke and has damaged his brain, so even though he's projecting his brain into other people, um, Mm. it doesn't solve the stroke that his mind, as the entity's mind, has already experienced. He suffers a psychic stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So everyone gets to get the weird crab claw stroke Mm. hand,
1: when he possesses them. Yeah. There's
2: lots of little tales, but he he is obviously very combative, uh, very sort of just generally aggressive, uh, alludes to sexual things a lot, because, again, he's just that perpetually horny spirit uh, passing down through the generations. Um but he has he has the big old book of Cthulhu out on his desk. <laughs> yeah, I do love
0: that. So many Be- tentacles. <laughs> because it because it's always so such like an expected thing, like in a mm. Lovecraft film, like, Oh man, here's the Necronomicon just sitting out here <laughs> And I'm yep. just like Oh yep. uh, yeah, that's right. We had to remind people that this was a Lovecraft thing. So Mm. here's here's the madness inducing book just sitting out <laughs> in the open in a play school all of the cat children are circling <laughs> around it nothing to worry about
2: fine those kids can't read yet <laughs> yeah, th- yeah that's the,
1: that's the point <laughs>
2: yeah um she gets curious about it he's like it's none of your fucking business and she just immediately leans right in and he he really likes it he's like ho oh, oh, ho oh. ho Got that but that attitude. Yes. Um, but uh, he very quickly tires of her prying into his business and just whips out what is closer to a saber than a knife. Yeah, yes. His, this this big yeah, I, curved, hiltless blade. It has a
1: scabbard. He pulls yeah. it out of a scabbard.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, and, yeah. He does cut her hand. Uh, mm. And, and of course, her blood falls on the book, and the book's like, mmm, blood, num, yummy. Num, 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 nom, 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 nom. Lovecraft. <laughs> the book might as well have drank the blood and just screamed Lovecraft
1: afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Howard <laughs> Philip.
0: <laughs> <Like>,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Uh, the the book very evil um blood we do find out does appear to be part of the actual process. Yes. Uh so now he has her blood. Uh but he's he's not going to be using that just yet because uh it always comes in threes. Um <laughs> yes. as as Asa said, uh, he'd been possessed once, he got possessed for a second time in the office. Now it's the uh the third time is coming up. Uh, at this point, Elizabeth is like doing the classic mistake of taking her work home with her. She's sort of obsessing over this case, which she's not getting paid for. Right. But it's really, it's really grabbed her mind. Um, yes. Really into him as like an interesting thing to study, as well as her undercurrent of this teen choice awards looking guy is really doing it for me. Sorry.
0: The- yeah, Our this beautiful beardy husband. This this extra <laughs> from the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh
2: man. Um but uh yes, uh then the next night she gets an emergency phone call right as she's getting ready for bed and uh and her husband Eddie's trying to put the moves on her, and gets an emerg- emergency phone call from Ace who's so like, You gotta help the house come emergency all garbled and freaked out uh so she runs off she doesn't call the cops yes (laughs) because of course she doesn't uh why would you why would you ever call for backup just just go to the house of the person who has violent seizures and personality changes
0: yes and 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 lives with a a a, 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 an obviously abusive older man that is about to die (laughs)
2: And has already tried to stab you. <laughs> yes,
0: I mean, you know what? Hey, guess what? Very, very on brand for Lovecraft attackness To be perfectly yeah. honest,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, she so gets there, and Ephraim is just straight up dying on the floor. Uh, and A- Acer is overjoyed with this. He's like, he's got that knife, and he's ready to just really finish this thing off. <laughs> yeah um You know she's still working from the framework of well, his father's been abusive and probably induced these personality changes. I understand why he wants to absolutely kill him, but I'm not going to let asa go to jail. You know, I'm meant to be helping him. He's my like, patient. patient.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's almost <laughs> like it's like oh man, do no harm, and I'm like, listen, if he just is like, listen, hey, c- believe, believe Elizabeth, believe believe in the in the concept of plausible deniability. Nobody knows where those <laughs> nitroglycerin pills are. Oh no.
2: What a shame. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so sorry.
2: Um but you know like Asa has already taken the pills, which is probably what induced this <laughs> yes. uh, particular problem. Uh but she manages to get them off Asa uh and stuffs one into Ephraim's mouth. At this point, Ephraim has already gone still. He's like very clearly already passed on um and ace's is- exuberant is like okay now we now we got to cut his head off and burn the body destroy the brain yeah. cut him into pieces throw him all over the room let's do it let's get rid of this guy
0: forever I, I, I do really I do really love how like quickly he shifts into like okay now we gotta mutilate this body like immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's been no like, like simpering and fearful for this entire sequence and then when he thinks his dad is dead he's like we gotta we gotta put this motherfucker through a meat grinder, like right now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone got a anyone got a tree uh, tree blender? Those things <laughs> they have <laughs> wood wood chipper. That's the word. Yes,
0: tree blender. Fargo <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Fargo <far-far-far-far-o> scene <laughs> piece of equipment.
2: <laughs> I was thinking, um. Is it, is it Dale, uh, Dale and Tucker versus? Oh Tucker.
0: yeah! <laughs> when the guy just dives into it, yeah.
2: Well, I don't know, Sheriff. These kids from the Miss <laughs> Tonic University Psych Department just came and started killing themselves all over my property.
0: Yeah, that movie's that movie's amazing. I love that movie. That movie's <laughs> kind of <laughs> perfect.
2: Uh, but yeah, um. Ace is really ready to end this thing. Elizabeth is very confused and puts a pause as she tries to process all this. At which point, the corpse sits up and starts speaking <laughs> in the forbidden tongue. Yes. Uh, the subtitles on this for me just said, speaks in foreign language. Yep. On the first over the phone, I couldn't really hear it properly. I'm like, is he just. This, is this going to be real Lovecraft or just be racist? He's just speaking in Mandarin or something? But no, no. It's, <laughs> it,
1: it's deep speech.
2: Yes, doing it all is the, the... Really yes and years and the <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, as as he speaks these words, Asa starts having a seizure, and then uh <laughs> Ephraim appears to pass, goes still once again, and uh, you know, Asa, having had a seizure, has gone through a violent personality change. Yeah, It's has become just really like. Masculine and forward and aggressive, and uh-huh. uh, more or less just coerces Elizabeth into having sex with him right then and yes. there in front of in front of that dead body.
0: I yeah, it, it's it it is once again it is very funny because it is taking very Lovecraftian concepts, which is like oh I've kind of like manipulated your will and all that, mm. but I but I'm doing it as like a really horny sex pest. Um yeah yeah um and like like it is literally he's just like hey you want to fuck over my dad's dead body and, <laughs> and, and then they do and it's, yeah. it's, it's the best it's kind of, of her life it's kind <laughs> of wild <laughs> like is as you... a concept i'm just like yeah. you know what i've ne- i've actually never seen that in a, in mm. a movie before
2: yeah yeah most most don't go that way <laughs> Uh, but uh, after they do the deed, Asa turns around and realizes Ephraim's body is gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> goes storming off to find it, uh, while Elizabeth is in a bit, a bit in shock after everything that's happened. Uh, you know, um, a- Asa's run off with the knife, um, yeah, yeah. and then and then Ephraim shows up in the study they're in. And is like. Hey look, Elizabeth, you gotta help me, it's me, it's Asa stuck in this body. Um at which point Asa's body comes in and just jams that knife right through that neck sores the whole thing of like kurosawa style blood jet everywhere it's Um,
0: it's so good because it's 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 because it's literally just a shot reverse shot of this man being decapitated of senator kelly from x-men being decapitated Hmm. violently and heather graham being splashed with like kool-aid like katie perry and, <laughs> and
3: just <laughs> got the gas
0: cannon but they tainted it all red yes <laughs> exactly it's it's like like it it's like it's conceptually ho- horrific but it is shot in the funniest way imaginable um and it's to this movie's credit because yeah if, it, if this was like really like unpleasant and violent like the rest mm. of the movie would feel weird, but this is yeah. so cartoony. It, it's
2: super schlock, like gore for the sake of comedy gore, yes. rather than purely the sake of, like it, it's still shocking, but it's definitely airing on the side of this is ridiculous.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: yeah. To be fair, also while vigorously decapitating Ephraim's body, Asa does also like set the house on fire. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then we get, we get, um, the, the last thing Elizabeth sees of the house is just Ace standing there with the knife in one hand and Ephraim's head in the other, which is still speaking and yes. gasping. Um, still alive despite having been decapitated. Yes. Um, yeah, hearkening the, back to Ace's earlier question, which is how long can the brain survive after the body dies? Um, th- look, this movie
0: really pushes that limit. I I, I mean, this movie establishes that as a thing that matters, but it's Mm. clear that, like, the entity will just continue to exist in the brain forever until the brain's destroyed.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So Elizabeth freaks out, runs out of the house. Um... uh and uh she's, she's having a pretty rough time uh yep. so she goes to her friend daniella upton uh goes to her first who is like oh okay so you you are also elizabeth you are having a dissociative identity disorder crisis yep you also, are you're experiencing schizophrenia
0: yes <laughs> also you had an affair with your uh, uh, uh an affair on your husband and and then mm. Elizabeth's like yeah I didn't tell your husband when you also had an affair. It's like we're yeah. sisters, sisters of the traveling affairs.
2: No matter the weather, together forever. Forever. Do that. Do their little hand hold. Yeah, it's nice. Look, women should
0: support each other. Um. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> but it does and- it it does feel like a very special episode of Punky Brewster when they did
2: that. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, so Daniela gives Elizabeth her spare work shirt because, of course, her clothes are covered in blood, which, um, it's, it's, Daniela, I will say, definitely has Elizabeth's back in this. She's like, come to her with this grand tale of like what, from a normal person's point of view, be like, wow, you had a massive hallucinatory episode, but you did come into my office covered like head to toe in blood. (laughs) But you know what? Clean yourself up, have a shower, here's my shirt. You need to go home and talk this through with your husband, and I'm not going to say nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once again, once again, the very '90s, very Cinemax character yeah. development for Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. And so, uh, Elizabeth goes home. Uh, finds that Eddie, her husband, has been waiting for her with a couple cops. <laughs> Yes, because she she lost her phone at the scene. Uh, shortly after attempting to dial nine one one, um, they just have a couple of questions like, what happens? Like, oh, I went over, uh, because my my patient was having an episode and called for my help. Yeah, no, I called I called nine one one because I misdiagnosed his panic attack as a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, he, his father totally wasn't on the premises, and yeah, he probably did go missing a few days ago. Yeah, yeah, it should be reported as a missing person. That makes sense. <laughs> Just, like, I can't begin to explain this to someone who does not have a deep level of trust. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, Ed, you know, she sits Eddie down, he's like he's like, well, where were you? You were gone all night. she's like, so, I had sex with the kids. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I I don't blame Eddie for being very messed up over this because look at him. What a blow to your self-confidence to look like that and then go, actually I, I
0: taste I chased after Teen Choice Award number three over there. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if you want to get really love crafty with this, like when mm. she admits to the affair, the sequence when um Eric's fake bride Turns back into Ursula is mm. what should have happened to him. <laughs> he's like, I, I was actually a deep one the entire time. As mm. long as you thought I was super hot, I looked super hot. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, it's insane. It's so I, I, I yeah. like. It's my. It's kind of my favorite part of the movie, where it's just like, he's he's so. He, he can't compare to this dude, and it's yeah. funny that the movie mm. is constantly trying to make him seductive and like, like and i just like, this is very, very funny to me. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, off note, I think I forgot to mention while uh, Ace's body and Elizabeth were having sex, they did they did a momentary body swap. Yes, which is the source of a lot of her confusion and terror about what happened because yeah obviously um, right. you know the first times always the most painful and the quickest allegory allegory metaphor metaphor um <laughs> <laughs> um and uh you know like um Elizabeth removes herself from her home for a few days you know she sets herself up. I think she's like sleeping in her office or
0: something. She is. This is yeah. where we get the really fantastic dream sequence.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, lead us on with the dream sequence.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dream sequence is she's sleeping in her office. Uh, Asa shows up, seduces her again. Very horny moment. Um, they're having sex on the windowsill on like the mm. third story of a building that appears to appears to be only her practice. Um, and as <laughs> soon as she climaxes, he pushes her out a window, and as she falls, it's uh, was it Ezra. <laughs> Ezra's Mm. looking out of the window and laughing at her.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Having terrible (laughs) prophetic dreams about what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) But but it's it's just like, ah, no. I'm just like, ah, another horny sequence. And then when he pushes her out the window, I'm like, oh, this is like horny that turned into a David Lynch sequence.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, after a few days, she's ready to sort of, like, compose herself and start sorting out what the hell is going on. So she calls Eddie, she's like, I'm coming home, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Uh, and, um, basically, she gets home, she, uh, sits down, has a has a shower, cleans herself up, uh, and, uh, meanwhile, Asa has, uh, handcuffed himself to, like, a, a pipe in his yes. basement. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and calls her up, uh, says the magic words, swaps the bodies. Uh, again, just calling because he wants to add to the confusion and terror as far as right. I can tell. Yep. Um, and, uh, she, she wakes up in, in this creepy Cthulhu basement with a lamp handcuffed to a pole. Yes. Um, and with, uh, with Ace's phone, his flip phone, <laughs>
0: just barely out of, yeah. uh, not even out of reach, just just a little over just, on the just there. Yeah, <laughs> just there. Uh, uh, she later discovers that there's a dead body for for reasons
1: mm.
3: <laughs> that
0: uh, the, a dead body that's literally never explained and ultimately doesn't matter to the greater plot. that will be
1: spooky. <laughs> it is. It is.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's she's doing um, escape room, saw basement over there. Uh, Whereas Asa wakes up in her body all all freshly washed in a really nice house, you know, gets a drink, starts enjoying himself, and then looks up and, like, sees a photo of her with Eddie and goes, oh, shit, I'm married.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But isn't she, oh, is it when she ultimately sees Eddie that she's like, that he, she's like, nice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they they have like the wedding photo of them like fifteen years prior, where he's <laughs> he he looks fine, but he does not. He's not come into his potential yeah, exactly. There's a man yeah. who got better with age, and then yeah, he comes he
0: comes into the house and he, he's gonna be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and it's also <laughs> worth mentioning that uh, Heather Grant's performance as both of these mm. characters as as Elizabeth and and Ephraim is is really good and very
1: enjoyable to
2: watch yeah yeah Uh, yeah yeah. it's it's pretty good um so yeah um ephraim in elizabeth's body goes in for the kill uh seduces eddie (laughs) like had had a knife ready in case (laughs) in case they had to kill the husband and immediately changed their mind about that, but kept the knife in for options. Yep. Little, little a little bit awful. of knife
0: play. <laughs> I was about to say, just to, to spice it up a bit, actually.
2: <laughs> and Eddie's like, well, you, you did say you were willing to do anything. Just yeah, like- Jesus. Man, uh, yeah, the movie continues to be incredibly, like, ridiculously horny. Yes.
0: She, like, literally cucked his underwear off of him. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I was just like, man... Oh man, it's it's literally been like thirty-five years since I've seen a movie like this.
2: Yeah. yeah it's it's wild, wild that a
0: movie in twenty twenty-three is exactly like a movie from nineteen ninety-four. Like actually mm. exactly like a nineteen ninety-four
2: movie. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Dan- Daniela in the in the Lovecraft basement gets a hold of the phone and uh not danielle um elizabeth Elizabeth. brain uh in the basement gets the phone calls Daniela as like i'm elizabeth's friend if you don't help she's gonna die you need to go to this house and look for the basement on a trap in a trap door under the rug and the library's like okay i guess she she was having a rough time better go make sure (laughs) everything's okay um finds this young man chained up in the basement
0: it's a sex
1: thing
2: Yes,
0: and and <laughs> yeah, she always, right. she, uh, they have a very heartfelt conversation where uh, Elizabeth almost convinces Daniela before the soul transfer
1: <laughs> wears mm. off. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And Ephraim in Asa's body is like, ah, ha, ha, you get it, this is our sex play. <laughs> We've got the weirdest, most convoluted, nonsensical (laughs) sex play ever and you fell for it sucker
2: my kink is to be chained up in this basement while my partner is 20 miles away in her house with her husband consensually but i get to call you and have you stand here and talk to me while it happens yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) ridiculous um I my my favorite detail here is like he's handcuffed up and he just stands up and has just lodged the key in
0: the in the bracket where the pipe hits ceiling. Yes, it, like, it's very it's very it, smart. It, it, yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's a really nice detail because of course she wouldn't know where. But I'm also just like just try literally anything that you can reach if you're mm. in this situation. Like, yeah, it, it, where? <laughs> hey guess what he, he's gonna come back to this body so there's gotta be a way out for him somewhere within arm's reach yeah yeah exactly but of course it's like nightmarish and like very disorientating and i mm. i get it because lovecraft yeah. and nobody thinks properly when touched by the void, so absolutely I, not i get it
2: yeah. Um <laughs> Uh the the next day, a day or two later, um, Elizabeth is in her office. She's like, This is just never gonna stop. Uh, this is for the best. She she's like she's gonna just jump out her window and kill herself. Yes. Um, believing this will break the cycle and not not sort of think about the fact that Ephraim will just find another person to start body swapping with. I mean um, I don't I,
0: I don't care. I'm gonna be dead. I I'll yeah. survive the, this terrible nightmare.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and as right as he's about to jump out the window, uh Asa Ephraim shows up and is like, uh, well, you know, third time's the charm, we're gonna do this thing now. And but I'll give you a chance to like put the knife down. It's like you can live. Freeze yourself if you can kill me. She like picks up the knife. He's like, he's he's doing the the classic ancient spirit of evil thing. Like she she's a good person. She would never kill someone. And meanwhile, <laughs> she's using the knife to do like a hypnotic reflection, just moving yes. it steadily up and down across his face. Uh, which which she demonstrated earlier in the film. This, this is this is properly foreshadowed. She hypnotizes yes. a, a client, uh, just using a pen with a light on it, um. <laughs> And sort of lulls him into this sense of false security, and then just immediately stabs him in the head and throws him out the window. <laughs>
0: yes, uh, but Good the thing—the <laughs> thing that I actually really like about this—and it's like kind of like the very smart subversion of Lovecraft media, uh, mm. which is uh, she pries some like interesting information out of this entity that she has managed yeah. to hypnotize. Like, she discovers that its life is, its existence is kind of completely empty and that it only lives to, like, to and, and, and take on the lives of others and that it, mm. it's, like, its existence is suffering because it isn't anybody. It is just, like, this force that consumes other lives. Yeah, uh, and it's I'm like, just
2: a parasitic force.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really good, and I don't think I've ever encountered that in a piece of Lovecraft media where the antagonist mm. entity is just like, yeah, this is what my existence is like, and it's miserable, but I'm also like an extra-dimensional being that causes misery and can rain mm. down chaos on all of you.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, this thing this thing is a terrible, awful thing, but you, you get a little bit of sympathy for the devil. Yes, when it's just like no, everything's emptiness and coldness until I bring into bring myself into a new body, at which point it's pretty good for a little bit, and then I got to swap again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, 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 yeah, it's
0: it yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it, it, like the existing as a mortal entity for just for a little bit is this thing's drug now, and yeah, it, it used to it like, and the thing about it is that it is the movies kind of is pretty, um leans heavily towards that this this entity used to just be a person once upon a
1: time,
0: mm. like the errors of antiquity, and then just yeah. like, learn to body swap, and then just kind of lost all sense of self over the mm. millennia that it has existed.
2: Yeah, it's it's got some great stuff, isn't it? Like I always assumed I was born into a man's body because every time I body swap I go into a male form. Yes. And I sorta of picked on you picked up on you by accident when you started poking into this, like Ace started getting involved with you. But it really suits me, this female form, this flesh, is mm-hmm. quite suitable. Yeah. Um, yes. so maybe maybe my innate need to dominate isn't a gendered thing. Maybe I was born as a woman. Who knows? It's all semantics, anyway. Yep. Uh, says the says the ancient spirit of evil.
0: <laughs> yes. Right before Elizabeth <laughs> sl- uh, stabs him in the head and throws him out the window.
2: Yeah, like as as he's falling, you know, he starts starts the chant on the third. Yeah, uh, he hits the ground and just bursts. Which hey, good mark, <laughs> top mark. That's that's a pretty
0: good fall to your death uh, visualization. Y you, you know what the funniest thing about that that entire ball mm. and that splat is uh when it happened, I immediately flash back to when fake Ada Wong falls off of the the deck <laughs> of the carrier in Resident <laughs> Evil Six and splats exactly the same way. God, damn it.
2: <laughs> I I have tried my best. To not think too hard about Resident Evil Six for a long time, <laughs> but the second you started saying it, it's like, oh yeah, no, that
0: bit—it's—it's—it's—it's <laughs> a—it's the same shot. It is—it is, perfect, it is yeah. the same exact shot, and it is Ooh. it is equally hilarious here as it was in that game from who knows yeah. how long ago.
2: Yeah. God, yeah, that would have been like, was that 2012?
0: Let's not not think too deeply about Kazumi.
2: Yeah, no, no. (laughs) nothing left of that game but the T Rex and the plane in my head. And
0: and also fake Ada Wong. (laughs) And also fake Ada
2: Wong. That was a triggered memory. You brought that back into my consciousness. Um, but yeah, we we then get to what I'm pretty sure is both of our favorite shots of the film. You, you yeah. already went off about it in the green room, but in the movie, I, I got really invested in this. Um, <laughs> she, she she runs down three flights of stairs, like uh, Ace's body is like burst in her parking lot and she sees he starts to start, just jumps in her SUV, starts backing over that guy. <laughs> Multiple times with the, and the shot is her looking over her shoulder and yes. you see Acer from the rear view camera, which is so perfect.
0: Yes because <laughs> she has she has one of those backup cams in her mm. SUV so you're yeah. watching her back up and then there's a tiny screen watching mm. the bumper of this car slam into this guy repeatedly and it is glorious so it, is, good. <laughs> it is one of my favorite aspect shot in like the last half decade I'm like oh yeah. man more people actually need to steal this for other films because it is absolutely pink. Mm.
2: Yeah. It, all it's missing is the car's reverse sensor going, beep, beep,
3: beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she, she backs over Ace's body like three or four times. Yeah.
3: Yes.
2: And then jumps out of the car and just starts stabbing, stabbing the body with the knife. Yes. At which point a bunch of police are like, hey, Hey, what did you stop that? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, grab that white woman
0: before she stabs that person for the fifty-third time. <laughs> oh man! And that's how I got here. I'm sure you yeah. were wondering that. The, like, as listen. they pull her off the body, she's like, "I'm not finished." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan- hey daniela i know that sounded really crazy but i'm not crazy also you need to burn that body like right now don't yeah. do an autopsy you need to burn that you cut off its head and burn that body
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um as like at it, it, this point like the the real time has passed so it's been like an hour and a bit of them just talking in the cell, so they're both sitting down. They look quite comfortable with each other. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Danielle is like, "Look, that does sound crazy, but I owe you enough that I'm gonna go make sure that nothing happens with the body." Yeah, <laughs> uh, we we just got to fast track this thing. Um, <laughs> uh, which one? We cut back to everyone's least favorite mortician. Um, <laughs> oh no, yeah, I'll give him his. He, he's a forensic pathologist he knows what he's doing he just doesn't care about his own health or safety yes uh, <laughs> like just just if even if you just had some hide on
0: your gloves my man don't 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 put your pastrami sandwich i'm so comfortable <laughs> around the dead that i eat around them haha <laughs> <laughs> i'm a trope you,
2: you can show that in other ways i was the only person in my dissection class that didn't go off red meat You don't have to show him eating in the lab.
0: Honestly, if you want to really make this a Stuart Gordon movie, like, everybody but him should have vomited when they initially saw the
2: corpse. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't blame them, because the corpse is real messed
0: up. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a good, it's a really good corpse. It's
2: a great corpse. like, just stab wounds everywhere. Tire marks over the entire face. Yep. (laughs) just like cracked and beaten and broken and um the yeah the uh the pathologist just gets his scalpel, sticks it in the chest to start doing um doing the initial incision and the body just Yep sits up and starts <laughs> Real targeting all over. The- yeah, the
0: the the, <laughs> the 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 body sits up and breaks the main conceit of how this process works that has been established over the course of this movie because yeah. it just needs to say it and the thing happens. And I would just have been like,
2: really. Hmm, <laughs> the, I think it would have been really funny if it just grabbed like the little the little pager or radio yeah. or something off the pathologist and just started over the over the loudspeakers
0: actually that you know what i would have actually kind of been totally cool with that that would have been pretty awesome because it it, it's literally like listen i might catch her or i could just jump into whoever hears this and Mm. i'm totally cool because this corpse is (laughs) fucked
2: this is a miserable existence (laughs) (laughs) she did she had a real number on this one um yeah, the the pathologist obviously completely freaks out, runs, leaves, gone. Um, to be fair, starts with like the the body rolls off the um off the yep. the operating table, like lands on the scalpel, which just embeds it deeper into the chest. He's like, "You okay, buddy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of it just a... starts crawling and chanting he's like no you know what i'm out of this this, this uh, is too much
0: <laughs> honestly in a perfect world that uh th- th- that guy would have been played by kevin james
2: um... mm.
0: oh man yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh um but yeah the the body transference happens and uh elizabeth in her cell goes through the full seizure gets the little crab claw hand going on uh and Daniela has just finished listening to like an hour of exposition about what's going on here she's immediately massively suspicious Uh, (laughs) yes good for her someone someone's thinking critically finally uh (laughs) and gets the two orderlies in to keep an eye on elizabeth Body, essentially. Yes. Uh, while she goes and checks out the call of, you gotta come to the morgue and deal with this. Yep. <laughs> Something up with this body. And she's like, well, that's what Elizabeth was talking about. I guess I gotta go see what's on with the body. Um, And uh, the body, now inhabited by Beth, has just crawled like a couple hundred feet through the corridors. Yep. Just just pulling itself along, leaving the the most horrendous, like, road-burned, partially congealed blood-slime trail. It is really bad,
0: and also she's, like, actively losing body parts, because, like, her body, the body is barely holding together, so, like, the leg at the knee, like, the left leg at the knee has, like, broken off and is just in the hallway. (laughs) And it's, it's, she's literally (laughs) crawling with one arm in this corpse, and I'm just like, and then they... Then they put her on a stretcher, and they start defibrillating her at the body, yeah. and I'm just like, guys, guys, I know- You ain't gonna I, help here. <laughs> I know you think you're doing something. You're not doing nothing.
2: Restarting that heart's not gonna do nothing if the blood smeared across the last five corridors.
0: <laughs> It's so wild. Especially because like you at the beginning of the movie, we kind of watch Daniela make her way into the what is essentially the psychiatric ward of this hospital. Mm. And she goes Mm. like down three flights of stairs to get there.
2: It's a long way. It's a long way away from the morgue. (laughs) This is one hey, (laughs) give
0: this for Elizabeth. That's one determined corpse. Yeah, exactly. Like and and I really like this because like in the original story, like mm. the, this is the climax of the original story where the friend discovers the corpse that their other friend is now inhabiting, and in yeah, in, in the, in thing the original, on his yeah, the <laughs> in the original story, the corpse had been buried in a wall and broke out and like made its way over, even though it was sloshing and gushing and decay. Um, This is a really fun and interesting way of portraying that without having to have the conceit of, like, yeah, this corpse didn't travel, like, a mile and a half (laughs) Mm. to get to you. Like, it went pretty far, but it didn't go down, like, five city blocks to get to you. No. (laughs)
2: No. we did We didn't have fifty people witness a zombie and just ignore it to get yeah, to this exactly. point. Exactly. We had exactly four people see it, all of whom started <laughs> losing their minds yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it's it's pretty good-
1: mm-hmm.
0: um oh, so, man <laughs> so um, the body dies uh, again and then is immediately revived. And Elizabeth in
1: uh in hold on sorry yeah yeah uh Elizabeth in uh
0: Asa's body uh, uh does the friends forever hand gesture mm. uh mm. they they clutch hands the golden girls theme plays and then Daniella <laughs> double taps her. <laughs> To put her yeah, yeah.
2: uh yeah, at this point Daniela and uh Elizabeth's body with Ephraim in it have had a like a minor scuffle and Daniela's got like cut on the neck a little yeah, bit, Yes. Uh which is important. Um <laughs> uh because this is rain. I'm trying to remember the, the final sequence because there's a lot of body swapping that happens in this last five minutes. Yes. Um I think at this point it's daniella in elizabeth's body yes manages to get a hold of the security guard's gun and puts elizabeth in ace's body out of her misery <laughs> yes um and right as they're right, right as she's about to swap back with ephraim who's now in daniella's body she manages to get one shot off um passes out <laughs> effectively um is there like mace the security guard Cool guy totally eats it in this yeah, last he, sequence, which yeah, is it does. made me real sad because he of all people in this film did not deserve that.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that was the that was the cruel and caring universe aspect of this Lovecraft film was mm. that guy actually.
2: <laughs> the spirit of Lovecraft spoke and ensured the one black guy in the film had to die. Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we sort of end with sometime later, Daniela sort of having a meeting with Eddie in her office. Yes. Uh,
0: like, you I know. can, I can, I can be your, which uh, uh, essentially amounts to, I was her real, I was Elizabeth's very good friend. I could also be your new wife. Call me. Yeah.
2: yeah. She, she's, she's pushing real hard. It's like, you know, I was there in her last moments. Her last moments is really her. And I know that she was thinking of you in that moment. They're talking like she's dead because, uh, (laughs) Daniela knows that Elizabeth is dead in this case. Uh, Elizabeth's body is still doing just fine. Just committed forever for multiple violent acts. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, really putting the moves on Eddie. Uh, and as he leaves, she like closed the door, gets back in her office, tries to hit Daniela's vape. I, I
0: love <laughs> which is just
2: is, like so good
0: <laughs> this is this is kind of like this is one of the really great jokes of this movie which is mm. like man i've been rolling cigarettes for centuries this vape shit not for mm. me
2: <laughs> yeah tries tries once is like what the hell is it just throws <laughs> in the bin pulls out that little leather wallet of tobacco and paper it's like Gonna roll myself a big old cigarette. Start yep. smoking in this non-smoking hospital. Um, and yeah, Ephraim uh, made it. Made it yes. switch.
0: <laughs> S- Surprise! It's a Lovecraft story. The evil entity mm. wins because you can't stop it. But yeah. my favorite thing about the ending is the... <laughs> it is Daniela cackling maniacally while the Mm. camera spins
2: and yeah oh my god
0: it just doesn't stop for like a minute it's so so schlocky but it's like the perfect ending for like this weird horny schlocky love crap
2: yeah exactly it's great Um, and we we also see Elizabeth's body with Daniela's mind in it, just locked away in that pedestal. Going, you don't understand. I'm me. I'm
0: me. me. Right? You get it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cut
0: to credits, and I'm like, Perfect. cut to credits with was, it was like,
2: a really good credit song. Yeah, you really yeah. get the mood. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, this man. movie's great. This movie yes. is, is fantastic. I love this movie. I've watched this movie three times and I'm just like, ah, mm. oh, man. Like, this movie is... <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the epitome of this would make Lovecraft roll over in his grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rightly so. Good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it is really, really fun. It is vi- something about it visually. Like I, I can find no information on this, but one of the posters for this film says it's shot in <laughs> yes uh, which I assume refers to a particular blend of filters and angles. Because something about this film looks like so. You're right, like uh, like Skinnamax slash Ninety Slok kind of. Yes, so it's it's not necessarily the lighting. It's, I think it's literally a camera filter. Mm -hmm. something about it feels really not
0: old-fashioned but slightly retro yes that makes sense uh, honestly honestly like and i don't mean this as an insult because i think this is a very well-made very well-acted very well shot movie but there is something about this movie that also looks very very cheap in like a very deliberate way Like, with the filming and the color grade on it and everything, like, the way that the movie itself looks is like, like, uh, 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 um, listeners, uh, just go to the Wikipedia page and look at the poster, and, like, that poster is a fairly good representation of how this movie actually looks.
1: Hmm, yeah. Yeah, it's got, it's got
2: good posters. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ah, uh, yeah, it was really fun. Um, I was seriously unprepared for how horny this was <laughs> going to be as an experience. So I, I went in going, like, so this is an adaptation of The Thing on the Doorstep, one of Lovecraft's least horny works. <laughs> out of, of, a vast stable of deeply unhorny works. Ye- yes. <laughs> like, of all the works, that one is the least, well, not the least, but getting getting up there.
0: It's um, it, it's at least top three least horny Lovecraft story,
2: and then they went. You know what? We're going to modernize it. The future is female, as uh, Ephraim's mind says at one point in Elizabeth's body. Uh, so we're going to gender swap most of the cast. We're going to really sex this thing up in the most mildly uncomfortable and definitely not appealing way possible. Yeah, It sort of adds to it. Yes, like. But but there's also quite a bit of it too. <laughs> oh, it's it's so much. It's a significant portion. <laughs> like the all the real straight up horror happens in like the last twenty minutes. Yes. There's like there's the little bits and bobs throughout, but the rest of the film is like scene that is mildly unsettling or hints at the deeper things going on. Tits an ass. Y- Seeing yes. that's mildly unsettling or progresses the sl- plot slightly. And yes, <laughs> it just keeps going on like that. Which hey, it it works really well. Actually, yeah, to it really it, wasn't it, it, does, it
0: because it has a it has a very easy narrative through line that is super easy to follow. Like it's a mm. it's a it's a, honestly a fairly good. Like if you don't no Lovecraft, and you're not familiar with the stuff, like, this is a fairly understandable mm. film that yeah. deals with, yeah. like, the concepts uh, especially of this story, which is a weird body swap story that can get very complicated, and yet it manages to handle it, like, very well in a way that mm. is easily digestible by people that are not familiar with the the base work of it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Great adaptation, like yeah. Modern <laughs> takes on things don't always work out because, yes. you know, um, Lovecraft's themes are often very of his time, and even at his time, were often called out as being, "Hey, man, you need maybe to calm a little down. much." <laughs> you, <laughs> you need, need to, to calm down need a-, <laughs> to
0: chill out a bit, sir.
2: Hey, HP, my man, the Welsh are not your enemy. <laughs> You're okay there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Got to be quiet, calm it. Um, yes. But this this is one where like the because the themes are mental health and sexual abuse and harassment and domination and all that kind of thing. They still play really well in a more modern take. Yes. Um, whereas like it would be weird to do Innsmouth in as modern a setting, for example. I think. Yes. Like yes. you go to the lovely be- Hispanic beach town and everyone's five two and pallid, right? Uh, but really easygoing, and you're like, "This is uncomfortable." I'm like, "No,
0: you just went to the town where all the British people live in Spain." That's I mean, fine. I mean, <laughs> you want you want to get really w- real about it. The last time that you were able to do that, they did it before, but it was called from uh, Dust Till Dawn, and it was about <laughs> vampire. And that yeah, was, that last, and that was the last time that you could do that kind of Innsmith theme mm, <laughs> in <yeah>. modern history.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, watch suitable flesh. Yeah, suitable film. Um, yeah, terrible. I should never say that.
0: I mean, yes. I mean, it, it, it. Yeah, I mean, it, listen. <laughs> they they all can't be winners but this film certainly is yeah this is a
2: great film watch it (laughs) enjoy it Uh, just you know no young children or people who might be uncomfortable with uh, excessive nudity
0: yeah so literally (laughs) literally from anybody from cameron's age range to my age range, oh sorry dave's age range will enjoy this film (laughs) Mm. yeah probably
2: a little younger and older either side as well um if nothing else i know leonard that you and i can give a heavy recommendation of watch it for eddie Um, (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) man I, man, that's when, yeah, that's when I, when I was, when I settled into, okay, movie, I get what you're doing, uh, this yeah. is nonsense, <laughs> this is, like, weird Lovecraft parody that is also going to be super violent, but, but mm. I I will never <laughs> believe that this woman is just like, oh, man, my husband's so boring when he's literally, like, iridescently hot. like literally the sun in her bedroom and i'm just like all right cool i i get what you're doing because that man is is too attractive for Mm -hmm. her to cheat on
2: yeah yeah (laughs) all right um well thank you so much for listening and hopefully thank you for watching suitable flesh Yes. you know where to find us online or the all the various places. We've still we've not changed any of that. We're good. You're good. Um hopefully both our Erstwhile co-hosts will be back next week. Yes. Uh but we'll see we'll see how things pan out. Uh again, the start of the year, people are sort of crawling back into their into their um routines. I thought I you were I gonna say am.
0: I thought you were <laughs> gonna say they're crawling in their skin. <laughs> Crying. yes yeah <laughs> i was like i was like come on say it it'll be a perfect connection with this
2: movie yeah it is pretty much um so yeah thanks for listening hope you enjoyed um as always if you've got feedback suggestions for future episodes send them in to us you know where
0: to find that information um thanks for listening goodbye everyone Bye, everyone. We'll be back next week with something
1: else. (laughs) Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you
0: enjoyed the show, please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like, you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com/slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jalichon's Place, at www.jollachan.place.